Hello, and welcome to the Unobtrusive Podcast, episode number one. I'm your host, Michael, and I'm joined with my co-host, Greg. I'm Greg. Hi. Hey, he's Greg. This is the very first episode of... uh, It's going to be a little bit all over the place today because, well, we've never done this before. It's well, well, yeah, we'll we'll get to the the well part. Neither of us has done any podcasting before or anything professional. Okay, yeah, there we go, professional. Professional is the correct word here, but I did want to go over some, I guess, just facts, not facts about the show, but kind of what we uh, plan to accomplish with the show. This is... I was researching, like, what should a podcast be? What would be a good topic? Because there, there you can go a lot of different ways. And there are some people that suggest you should go and pick a niche market. You know, you I want to talk about Nintendo games before 1990 and dive into the history of each one of those. And, <laughs> y- you know, you could do that. Um, someone out there is really finding that interesting. But I'm not an expert on that. I'm not an expert on a lot of things. I'm very good at a lot of different things, but I'm not super good at any one thing so i was very like hesitant to go into a niche market podcast so this one's gonna be more i wrote it down here we've got a little show notes document trying to be professional it's an everything podcast it, we're gonna try to do a weekly main topic which we're, where we kind of focus on a topic that we've discussed a little bit and have kind of laid out and it could fall in pretty much any field gaming photography uh, we both love to travel we used to do, and we'll dive into this quickly, a radio show. So while we can't play music, we can show talk about music and just life. Be- because, boy, if there's one thing I uh, focus on a bunch and think about, it's uh, millennials. Living. And being a millennial and how I hate and love that at the same time. And living. We both are somewhat, are we professionals at living? Um, No. Oh, I'm not. I know that for a fact. Yeah, I I could be better. But the uh, the podcast was something that I think I wanted to do because we used to do a show we a long time ago in a galaxy far 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 away. Is that a Star War? That is a Star War. Good job. By the way, this will not be a movie podcast at all. There will be slight references here and there when my brain kicks in and says, "Hey, you watched two movies, and the Star Wars is the one of them." I still have not seen Star Wars, so like that's why I'm always just like, "Is that a Star Wars?" It might have been. It might not be. We did a show way back when, Alternative Bubblegum. That was the old name. I was looking this up because I was going to quiz you on this and I didn't write it in the document. How okay. long ago was our first podcast? How many years ago? Wait, okay, hold on. Let me stop playing Mario Run for a second. Is that five years ago? Five years ago. We, start, we started a radio show five years ago, which... At 2 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday nights. Yep. Right? Oh, it was it was awful. Was it? I mean, not awful. We it wasn't that bad. No, but it was definitely like I think about I, it. I like the freedom of the night. Yeah, there was freedom of the night. But I mean, and one thing, one of the things <laughs> I don't think I wrote in the document, which I like about the podcast format, is there's freedom of whenever, and anyone can listen to it whenever, and it provides a lot more freedom than you know being very structured to freedom of the night at two to four in the morning. It was two to four in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, most days, but then. Like a, that was a one-time thing where we did an overnight one. Yes, that was because nobody else wanted to do their shows, so we were just like, "All right, let's just run this." And that was <laughs> that was an ex- that was an experience. Yeah, there was no four to six show. There was the six to eight guy probably never showed up because you know who wants that time. But that was oh my gosh. I mean, it was good fun. times. It was good it, times. they were good times. I I could not do that now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not anymore. It's funny because back then I was like, "Ah, oh, two to four show." Oh, you know, a weekly. Oh, that sounds fun. 
five. Well, and funny, weekly. And now I'm like, well, when is this going to fit into my schedule? When am I going to have, you know, it's like, hey, well, Wednesday night for recording work or Thursday night work. It's like on a calendar. And that's fine. I like that. Organization is key, I think. Nowadays, 2000, 2017 was my self-proclaimed year of organization. <laughs> okay. I'm laughing at myself more so than you because I was like, I thought I was going to be organized. Here, like, it's only January. I'm already like, yeah, I'm the same. You know, I've started writing up to-do lists. I'm trying to do, you know, the, the show notes here are very organized. Not very, but it's an attempt comparative, at- Comparative to what I would write. It's very organized. Right. And compared to our radio show, Will, I would, we'd walk in, A, just sit there and have silence for 15 seconds, or B, pick up the closest book and just read the thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I forgot, what was that book called? It was something Mars. I I know, I remember something about Mars. I don't think I can even Google this. I don't think the book really existed. Mars book. I See, the problem is all I can type in is Mars book, and I, I don't think I'm going to get, yeah, the Martian. Uh, hang on. Was it 2012? It was Mars 2012? <laughs> that may have been it. I do not know. It was It was such a dumb book. It, it was like, it was a badly written fan fiction of, like, humans living on Mars, and it was so badly written that it was beautiful yeah i'm not gonna find this if i find it i will add it to we, we can talk about that next week if we can find it if, if not we'll update you guys by saying hey we couldn't find it right it'll if we find it well if we find it before the show goes up i will put it in our other show notes there will be this as this is actually a podcast greg i don't know how familiar you are with podcasts i listen to a ton of them myself um i don't know how many you listen to you actually I, listen I, to I, night I I just listen to Nightville, and that's about it. Right. Uh, you can add proper show notes and links into your iTunes descriptions. And oh, what did you find? Oh, nothing. I was just—I didn't know you could do that. I just kind of like, oh, podcast, follow it. You just listen to it. Yeah. That's about it. Well, when you open up, I am, the- a, I am a simple man of a simple time where you just listen to a podcast. We did a radio it. show back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to walk to a radio station at midnight so we could do our show at 2 a.m. Five years ago, through snow and Texas summer heat. Yeah. Yeah, see? That's not... That's so... What not? Oh, yeah, all of these. So, anyway. Yeah! Yeehaw! <laughs> Here we go. Sloppy. Sloppy. Anyways, so... But one thing we are going to try to do on the show is... I would call that the introduction. We had an introduction section. That was an intro. Are you sure that was an intro or that was banter? Because, okay, well, I feel like that in- intro plus banter. And just looking at these show notes, we are right where banter is. Mm-hmm, right. The the the, pod, the podcast will be everything plus banter. I don't like structured show. I don't want to be, I don't want it to sound like we're reading off a script because we're not. It'll be, you know, we'll drift. The show notes are here. I wrote it. In bold text, not to prevent banter, but in case we go too far away from what we were originally talking about, and so we can look and see where we what we wanted to talk about, or B, the banter dies. Rule one is banter doesn't really die. Banter never dies. Banter never dies. Or, uh, I guess, what's it called? Uh, foreshadowing. On our notes is Overwatch, and so people who play Overwatch, banter never dies. Revive. We'll get to that later. I I have not actually played Overwatch. That will also. Oh oh boy, I, I I have it. I'm terrible at it. But God, do I know some? I, the game I'm not good at. The memes I know them. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Same with Hearthstone. But every week we do want to try to do some mini topics, though topics that I don't want to dive too far into. Maybe five minutes. 
We each picked a couple. Which one do you, we got four here? Which one do you want to go in first? We don't have to go in order. Okay. Well, considering how RA talked about Overwatch, we can just jump into Overwatch. We'll we'll jump into Overwatch. Anyways, I was reading um news before the show, but Overwatch hit twenty five million players as of I guess today. That's actually very impressive. I wonder what the breakdown is between PS4 and PC users because they're like they can't play with each other because. Blizzard's like, if you're playing on the uh, PC, you can use mouse and keyboard, and that's an advantage over PS4 players. So they have them separated. So I wonder what the um, actual breakdown is. But still, 25 million, that's impressive. I wonder how many people are just like me and are bad and just play it with their friends every now and then and just be like, I hope I don't die, and I hope the team doesn't hate me, versus the people who are like, you know, actually good. (laughs) 24.9 million players. Oh, what you just described. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you understand. There, there's, there's the me level that's just like, you know, there's like bronze, silver, gold. No, 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 I'm like below bronze. So like, I'm not, I'm not even ranked. I haven't even unlocked ranked. I'm bad, bad. You're aluminum foil. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even a precious metal. Like, I'm like wood or dirt. I'm bad. Aluminum foil is a precious metal? Hey, it made it on the periodic table. It's precious enough. It is, um... I'm the science major here. Hydrogen is a precious metal. <laughs> I'm the science major. Hush. Hush. Just I'm the science hush. major. Stop throwing science facts at me. Hush. Hydrogen is a gas. Everybody knows that. It could also be a solid. Stop. First off, stop. Okay. Can it? So anyway, okay. Theoretically. Well, I mean, you can't go below absolute zero. At absolute zero, is hydrogen a solid? Theoret- that's what I'm like, theoretically. Oh, okay. So we're getting into theoretical science now. We're getting into theoretical banter. Um, yes! So- <laughs> the best banter! It might be happening, it might not. Schrodinger's banger. Ah. Schrodinger's... Schrodinger's... Shr- shr- yeah, okay. They, that um, was a lot harder to say. I can't... That's a word. I, I can't say. Thankfully, um, for podcasts, we can edit, so... But there will be little 15 seconds where we just fall apart. Like Bill. <laughs> no, that was beautiful. The world needs to know that I cannot pronounce Schrodinger. Schrodinger. <laughs> okay, yeah, cut that. Now that won't be cut. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Sink again, start over. And welcome to episode one of <laughs> the Unobtrusive Podcast. I don't have a co-host anymore. He barely made it half an episode. Half? Honey. This isn't even a third. Please. So, Overwatch, it's a great, great game. Is it a time sink? Because I feel like it's a time sink. You know that they do a lot of uh, free-to-play weekends. So if you have a Blizzard account, you you can just download the game and play on those weekends when it's free. Really? Yes. Hmm. And so therefore, you, you can give it a try. I do not have a Blizzard account, though, because I'm a scrub. Battle.net. I also don't have that because I'm an extra scrub. Uh, I, 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 I sense alternative facts here. I, no, I actually don't. I, alternative facts? I, I'm pretty sure you played WoW. On under my brother's account, Steve. Well, you can still make a Blizzard account to play. I could, I could. I anyway play uh, Overwatch on these free weekends. Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> next topic. Now, I, you know, I want, these are going to be a little quick, fast. Brief. I'm, I am watching the time, but the logical follow-up would be uh, Fire Emblem for iOS because it's also a game. I don't want to jump too much. Fair enough. Okay, so first off, question. Do you want me to discuss just the iOS game, or do you want me to discuss the whole little Fire Emblem Direct? Just the iOS game for now, if you want to throw in Direct facts right after. I want to know the... Because I didn't read up on the iOS game yet. Because I, I can do it, like, because the Direct is actually really short. I can just throw everything that was in there real quick. Yeah. 
Okay, so basically what the Fire Emblem Direct showed was you're getting a new game on 3DS, which is going to be a remake of an old one, enhanced graphics, da, da, da. that's all it is, 3DS game. An old one? It was on the Super Nintendo. Super oh. Nintendo Fire Emblem. It was called uh, Shadows of Valencia, and they're remaking it on 3DS. It's going to call Shadows of Valencia Echoes. It's a Fire Emblem game that also has like a little bit of dungeon crawling in it. So it's a, it's a weird game, but it looks cool. I like I like my dungeon crawl. I, I also did not know that um Super Nintendo had a Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem goes all the way back to the original Nintendo Entertainment System. It was, and it was same strategy back then. Same exact thing. Oh, just the problem is a lot of them didn't come from Japan, or most of them didn't come from Japan to U.S. because niche market back then. Okay, so that's why I didn't hear about that's it. That's why you didn't know about it. Fire Emblem wasn't popular here until two things happened. Marth and Smash Bros. and was the first somewhat interest, and then the super big interest to make Fire Emblem what it is today was Awakening. Okay, yeah, because I remember we had the game. I had the GameCube version, right? And that's what I that what I always think of is the first Fire Emblem was the GameCube. There was quite a few before that. Second thing on there was a new Fire Emblem game is going to be coming out for the Switch, which will be the first home console, or not first home console, but the next home console Fire Emblem game in a while. We don't know any other information about that besides it's coming 2018. True. That was the one on the Wii U. Nope, there was not one on the Wii U. There was one on the Wii, though. I know that. There was one on the Wii. And there was one on the GameCube. And there was one on the GameCube, but like skipped the generation. And it went it went to the 3DS and then it became its home and now it's bringing it back to. Whenever we say Switch, do we have to do the Switch? No, stop. Next was the uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, which is another war. It's going to be a Warriors game, but with Fire, Fire Emblem characters. And that was so similar to Hyrule. Hyrule Warriors replaced all the Zelda with Fire Emblem. Come, coming to Switch and new 3DS only. Fire Emblem for iOS. Yeah, iOS. That's, that's the last one. But that's it. That's everything else that was on there. It was not. It was only. A, it was a short direct. It's like 20 minutes. iOS game. So let me give a little backstory about Nintendo shareholders. That because okay, Mario Run. You buy the ten dollar thing. You got the game. You're good to go. No, no purchases or anything. I, I was re- I was reading about this. I was reading how they were like, we like this. They're like they they we they did not like that because they only got ten bucks per person, so you couldn't keep bleed them dry. So. Fire Emblem. It's a free-to-play game. You can beat the game without spending any money. Uh-oh. But there's a catch. For all you fan fanboys and girls, I don't discriminate. I was going to talk about you forgot about all the other fan genders, but... I... Shut up. I am not dealing with that right now. They know who they are. I, I, I respect you as a person, but not right now. Are they a person, though? Yes, whatever. Respect them, please. <laughs> respected all the listeners of the show we love you all i guess whatever fine fire emblem if you want your characters you gotta pay money for them you got a chance to get them don't like it roll again the more you roll you buy these like orbs and the more you roll the less orbs you need but the only way to do this buy a bunch of orbs at once and the prices are very there so if you want your stuff you're gonna have to pay but if you're like me who, who just wants to give it a run you don't have to spend any money at all so the shareholders will be happy. Shareholders should be happy. Well, they might not be happy because you can still beat the game for free. <laughs> when no one buys it. It should work. The shareholders would like them to produce another Pokemon Go, Go somehow. We'll save that topic for next week because that's a lot to get. That can be a main segment. I don't want to talk about Pokemon Go. See, it's not so much the game that I would talk about. It's about the, all the stuff that goes on behind the game. It is, And it's a lot of stuff. Yes. All right. So, also, very quick note about the Fire Emblem. It's a whole new story, whole new thing for iOS. It's not. It's not related to the other stories. You're bringing in people from other games, but it's like this whole like 
summon a warrior from another world. So it was like, yeah, it's nothing too out there. But it's its own thing. It's its own very thing. It has guns in it. It looks cool. So it's talking about guns, technology. Let's talk about blogging versus journals. Oh, it's a, it's a <laughs> change in te- there's a change in technology and fire emblem, and blogging versus journals is a change in technology. This was a topic I brought up because I was going to write a blog post about it. Ironically, not a journal entry. I could do that. The way how you said, it, I have to ask you a question. Yes, you were going to write a blog post. Does does that blog post appeal to the male fantasy? No, <laughs> I don't think it does. Um, unless your male fantasy is. Pros and cons list on blogging versus journaling, in which case, yes, it does, because that's mine. I'm sorry, I love that me. I love that me. I know you do. It, no, it's a great meme. I you I get more Facebook messages because of it. <laughs> All right, but now blogging versus journals. Let's get serious. Yeah, that was that's a serious note. So what's funny was the podcast happened because I wanted to write a journal. I'm still waiting on my note from 2014. Yeah, I, well, so exactly. That's the running joke is I write. I write a lot. And I, I do. I love writing. So, but I wanted to kind of journal because last year, um, actually, what happened was 2015. I don't remember too much of what happened just because I didn't write much down. Uh-huh. I don't have much history. I look back at a couple pictures, but I wasn't taking pictures back then. I wasn't writing anything down. And I realized what happened in 2015. I don't know. So this year, I told myself, I want to write stuff down and document what I'm doing a little bit better. More than just like went to work, went to a vet after work, went to sleep, took one trip here, you know, a little bit more than that. But I was thinking, you know, a journal, I'm just handwriting stuff. And while that's cool, I also want to write with an audience because if my audience is me, that's a little bit different. So I wanted to write blog posts. So what the blog post ended up doing was I wanted to create a site for a blog. I didn't want a WordPress site. I wanted my own site for a blog because I also do photography on the side. wanted to post that you know, get the site up. And I was like, wow, I could host a podcast. And that's where we are now. But what I but I was wondering was, what would you prefer to do? Would you prefer like thinking, writing in a journal, which I feel like is very much, you come home for the day and you write maybe 100, 200 words in a little book and said, this happened today. I, you know, felt this. I liked this. Was a blog post is a little bit more like you go out and you pick a topic, you know, like a blogging versus journals, um, thoughts on this review. And you write towards an audience and with a purpose. Was the journal is a little bit more your life? Blogging can be your life. If you were going to write one, which one would you write? Uh, me personally, I would just, I wouldn't do either. I would do like a vlog. Like, no, seriously, I would, I would do a vlog instead. Vlog is, so vlog is interesting. My one, I have next to a list of main topics for a podcast. I have a list of blog topics. And one of them was actually blogging versus vlogging because they're very different in a way. Blogging, I feel like I'm just, I'm like, I'm sitting down and I'm writing about experiences and just like, oh, this is boring. It's going to bore me to death. Blogging, I wouldn't like, it wouldn't be one of those blogs where you like, you sit down and you just talk about your day. No, it'd be like, how I use my Snapchat. You know how it's just like, I would just like, oh, hey, look what I'm doing out here having a good time. Woohoo! And just take like a couple, like, you know, just some screen time of what's going on around me. And I guess like that weekend, something that felt like it, just put it down, like, make like a, this is pieces of my week you know like a vlog of like this is what i did this week or just something like that so i guess more like a video diary i guess is more right like- and that's what i was going to get at when a vlog goes back to and it depends how you use it because if you use it in a way that you took a video of like how you just snapchat it that to me is more like a blog entry where you pick a topic and go with it whereas if you vlog about your week or your day 
that is very much a journal entry in video form. So you can go about a vlog into very different formats like vlogging or a journal. But yeah, vlogging, vlogging does not appeal to me personally because I've watched some of the videos of people kind of burning out from vlogging because it becomes a commitment. Right. Like I wouldn't be one of those people. Like I know, like I watched this one guy who did like a vlog every day for like three years. I'm like, there is no way in hell I would do that. Right. From a creativity standpoint, one of the hardest things is being creative every single day. Right. My vlogs would be like just, I guess, highlights of if like I do something important that day. Like I go out to, I go out and make jello shots with my group. That's a vlog, you know? Like I do something that's like something outside of my, like my normal daily routine. I like, I like that something important. The first thing that came to mind was make jello shots with the crew. Okay. Look, look like this. You don't understand what goes on when we go make jello shots. It, I'm not going to ask. I, that's not. It's nothing bad. First off, we just it's just a bunch of sassy ass people just all together working on something. Jello I'm shots. Gonna, I'm going to snapshot next time. I, or snap chat next time I go. Out you kids in your snapshot gear, my lawn. You. Hey, that's not as bad as what my dad calls Facebook Faceline. Faceline, yeah. Well, there's the there's the classic way to make anything sound old, which is put the in front of it. Okay, quick. I'm sorry. This is a mini off mini off topic, but this is still on topic. Kids these days, they don't even use Facebook anymore. They're all on no. Instagram. And I'm just I was talking with my cousin who's like 13. She's like my sister, and she was she's like I don't use Facebook anymore. I'm like, what do you guys use now? Like just Instagram. She's like, yeah. I'm like, so how do you keep track of your events and stuff? She's like, oh, I just use my phone. I'm just like, so you put it on Facebook? She's like, no. I'm like what? Okay, so I'm adding I'm adding another mini topic. You use the reason Sorry. that no one uses Facebook anymore is if have you gone to Facebook recently? Yeah. Have you did you have you blocked all your friends who post political stuff? No. I don't either. And that's why people don't want to use Facebook anymore. I have just put them to where their posts don't show up as much. That's and that's the thing. Instagram, I can I love Instagram. I love Instagram. I love Pinterest. And I think they're good platforms. They're good platforms because they can't get political. Instagram is never going to get political. I won't let it. It's just pictures. You can't post words. If you post words, they just show up. You get two lines and someone could post a rant, but you have to hit show more. You're never going to click that. I've seen too many recently. I mean, I thought it was bad throughout the campaign uh, in this past week. And by the way, whenever this podcast does go up, we are recording this. January 26th, with, which is less than a week after the inauguration. It's been five days. It's been five days, and it's been... It's been 10 executive orders. It's been at least... At it, so I'm, I'm just saying that right now. Yeah, it's been five interesting days, Um, and Facebook is... It's a war zone. The one thing we will do every week, every week, unless for some reason we decide this, we have 15 mini topics and that we banter for an hour on that, which is possible. No, that's it's possible. A main topic of the show, the one that will get written about, the one that will get some silly show title. And actually the show title will I, I like the idea of doing a show title where we don't we don't write a show title up. I will have to edit this podcast and listen through it. And I will find some weird phrase that one of us said because Oh my god, please don't be or a brothel. It it you know, stuff like that. <laughs> because Weird things just get said throughout the course of an hour of conversation. Yes. And some things get cut out, hopefully. Hopefully. 
<laughs> Main topic this week, though, um, in the gaming realm, because I, I talked about different realms. There was the gaming, photography, travel, music, life. Photography is way more mine. Way more his. Yeah, we probably won't bring it up too much. Um, no, no, no. We 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 will we will balance this. We will balance gaming. I I know enough about like I can talk about it, but gaming is definitely your realm. I love talking about it though, and I will preface this when I say gaming, I'm really <laughs> talking about Nintendo and maybe some PC Sony. and some Sony. This, if you are an Xbox fan, I am sorry. Sorry, Microsoft sucks. Fight me. It tried to sell you an e-camera for Skype. Actually, you know, I can touch on some things about the Xbox because I, I I follow other people who do like just gaming news in general, and they talk about the Xbox every now and then. Well, I can tell you right now, Xbox ain't doing too hot. Like, it's really not. It's 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 really not doing. Good. I want. I do want a PS4 one. Kingdom Hearts three, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be the day. Actually, actually, quick side note: if you want to get into the Kingdom Hearts series in March. You can play all Kingdom Hearts games on one disc on the PS4. Just saying. Interesting. Just saying. If, if you can get the whole series, the whole convoluted series right there. Well, two discs, but the main thing, one disc. But anyways, yeah. The main topic for this week, and this, because this, there was a, we obviously, episode one, didn't get a chance to talk about this, but in the future, if we have events like this, that, you know, we will talk about them immediately. The Nintendo Switch announcement. As our resident Nintendo expert knows and loves, it's a new console, and he has a. I have a I have a lot of feelings about it. I'm yeah. gonna buy it regardless, but I have a lot of feelings about it. I think we both will. I. It's just it's just a matter of when. I you know I said I wasn't gonna buy a Wii, and then I bought a Wii uh, three years after the fact, and it was still good then. A Wii U, same thing, was about three years after the fact. Hey, hey, man, you got you got Splatoon. That's all I have to say. And that's the thing. I got Splatoon. And I will get to Splatoon 2. And that will be the reason why I end up getting a Switch within a year. It will not be three years down the road. I do want this system. But what do you want to talk about first? Okay, so let, let's start. Let's start with the not fun topic. Let's start with the price point. And also, it's the first one because this gives me some feelings. So... The price point for the Nintendo Switch in America is $299.99. But it's $300. Close enough. With tax. Yeah, plus tax. But here, here's the thing that drives me insane. So Nintendo is doing what they always do, which is where they don't launch stuff around other consoles. So they're in the, they're launching mid-generation as they always do. So PS4 prices have dropped. PS4 Pro price, PS4 Pro prices... That's uh, that, that that that's the tongue twist. That's sort of back to Schrodinger's whatever we were trying to say with it. Let me check the price of it. PS4, PS4 Pro, Pro prices. PS4 Pro. It's like five, it's four hundred dollars for like a basic version. I mean, what five hundred gigabyte hard drive and like the PS4. Yeah, that's yeah. PS4 Pro, like the the giant four K gaming monstrosity of system. Yes, and then you got this Xbox One Scorpio with that. Is it, is the S actually for Scorpio? Yes, this is actually for Scorpio. I thought it was slim, but no, it's not slim. Well, it's codenamed Scorpio, and that's what it's called. So maybe it'll turn to slim, maybe it won't. It's just called the S. It's, it's the S. It's, it's called the irrelevant console, regardless. Oh. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, my my major concern three hundred might be a bit too much, but it's not 
too bad. I'm willing to overlook that if the Joy-Con controllers didn't cost 80 bucks. And here's, a, here's the fun part about controllers. You can air quote controllers here because certain games require you to use two of them and it will count as one player. Right. So it's not like, oh, you got Joy-Con controllers, air quote, 80 bucks for two of them. It's not like you just got two Wiimotes here. Well, it kind of is. It's sort of, but you can also, I mean, you could, like, you can theoretically have a game, right, where you have four players who each need two Joy-Cons, right? That is also a likely possibility. That's eight Joy-Cons. That's eight Joy-Cons. That means you just spent $240 on controllers. Or you can tell them to suck it up, play a different game, and use one Joy-Con each, which is what I'm going to do. Right. For my Switch. That is a major problem because there will be a game where you're like, man, this would be a great game if everyone had two Joy-Cons. It's going to be Smash. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be Smash because they're not going to actually know. They're going to get another GameCube adapter. Never mind. Forget that. They're not letting the GameCube controller die. I mean, there was a a Pro Controller. What's the price point on the Pro Controller? Do we know? It's $80. Is it really? Also, yes. Is is the Pro Controller really? Yes. Yes. The Nintendo Switch Pro Controller is also $80. I have very strong feelings on the price point of the Nintendo Switch. I mean, I didn't have strong feelings. But like, let me let me make, let me check. I'm pretty sure it was $80 as well because I remember it being absurd. Also, Nintendo, hang on, 70, 70, <laughs> 70. I'm sorry, it, but it's still absurd. That well, because the little add-on for the Wiimote was what twenty-five, thirty, maybe. <laughs> it was like thirty bucks. It was thirty. The the pro for the for the Wii was like thirty bucks at launch. Yeah, because I remember I bought it for Monster Hunter. Yeah, I told I told you it's, it, I thought it was eighty also, but it was seventy. How much is a DualShock controller? Sixty. They're pricing it ten dollars above the DualShock. Yes, I'm pretty sure a DualShock controller is sixty. It's fifty or fifty, huh? It's fifty, oh. and you can get it for easy forty five at Walmart. See, yeah, Nintendo Nintendo's over there. This, this stuff's overpriced. Seventy? Are they expecting everyone to do single player? I mean, they're already sold out. Of what? All the pro controllers. They're sold out. Well, yeah, because, I mean, the Joy-Cons are an inch big. My man hands are going to have such, so many issues. Oh, but there's a little control pad on one of them that's like, it's the size of a dot. It's in the top left corner. It. I don't even know how you press, but you have to like, get your fingernail in there and push it. Grab a claw, claw, claw. Eight, 80 bucks. You are not, I'm not going to find anyone who has eight joy cons it's not happening 240 dollars that's i mean like i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure Nintendo, well if the switch does good it's gonna stay 80 bucks if the switch goes the wii u route i don't think it could tank as bad as the wii u did no i really don't but i think they might end up doing many different wii's or to give it a price drop later on not not like as far as it should be. You know like how like when Sims has been out for a while, they'll give it a price drop. I think they'll give like a holiday price drop or something for a Switch because they got they got sell shit. I'm just thinking like you those Joy Cons that Pro Control cannot Joy Cons cannot be more than sixty. The Pro cannot be more than fifty. You cannot. Let's see. This is what I was thinking. That was Nintendo's idea because we are most for forty bucks a piece. Yeah, well, that's I I know. But they're making it like, these are two full Wii remotes. Here, 80 bucks. I'm just like, Nintendo, stop. This is not the same. This is not the same. <laughs> but that's the thing. There was never a time when I had was holding on to two Wiimotes. I, now, I, 
there was a time when you needed a Wiimote and a nunchuck. The nunchuck was 20. Max system cost per person was 60 bucks. I didn't have four nunchucks because I was cheap. <laughs> yes, I I had one nunchuck. You know, the lucky person got the nunchuck. Some nunchuck. people had two. <laughs> For someone else, if you need a nunchuck, bring your nunchuck. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, price point. Hopefully they cut it because I, I think they are limiting themselves. I don't think they can make a game that says, hey, for this game to really work well, you need eight Joy-Cons. They aren't going to be able to sell that game because everyone's going to look at that game and think, man, if I want to play this correctly, I need to invest $160 in controls. <laughs> yeah. You better be bundling that game with some Joy-Cons. Oh, Lord. All right, so... Price the price the price of the system is barely acceptable. The price of the accessories is not acceptable. But I am a bitch and will probably buy another set of Joy Cons. Just saying. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, no, no, no. I don't have enough friends here, so no, I will not be buying another Joy Con. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I will buy the system. I will have two. I will say I might buy one. I'll buy one set because the idea of doing like four person Mario Kart is appealing. Four person one two switch. You cannot bring four people to a standoff. Uh, this is Nintendo. You can bring as many as you want. <laughs> eight person standoff. I wouldn't be surprised. It becomes a logic puzzle when you got eight people. It's like, do I shoot left or right? If we all, mm. <laughs> that sounds like a Mario Party game. Like, pick who to choose, and, and like, like it's like a blind pick. You don't know who you pick. Oh god, that that is a Mario Party game waiting to happen. I was gonna say maybe Mario Party uh, Eleven will be great, but Mario Party Twelve is gonna suck. I mean, I, look, I I took ten back to the store. You can you don't you can't get much lower than that. Well, nine is lower than ten. Ow! My, I pulled my ears out. Jesus! Ow! I actually hurt. Edit that out. F- you. Edit that out too. Um. Edit everything out. <laughs> Continuing Edit on. That. Um. So, let's talk about the launch lineup. But first, let's look at. Let's just take a look back at the other. Do we not have? Do you not have another uh, topic that will get you all bothered? Oh, I saw the Wii lineup. It'll get me bothered. <laughs> because Twilight Princess on the Wii was a f- trap. Um, so, anyways. <laughs> I was going to start drawing comparisons between Twilight Princess and how this next one might go. I swear to f- God, if you ruin Breath of the Wild for me, we're going to have issues. I'm not trying to root my... <laughs> Sort of God, you will not ruin Breath of the Wild for me. I won't ru- No, I, I don't know. I mean it in a way that I'm saying their launch title was a Zelda game that they are releasing both on the new system and the old one. That is the only comparison I'm drawing between the two. The only, the only problem is the first system wasn't a complete failure. Everyone's now bothered, so... The N64, it launched with Mario 64. Best Mario game ever. Well, best 3D Mario game ever. So you, you hush right there. I know what you're about to say. I will get to your feelings in a second. Put your fifis on hold for a little bit. So Mario 64, best best 3D Mario game ever made. Okay? So Michael's fifis, Sun- Sunshine. Yes, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's really, really good. It's up there. It's the second best one. Yeah, second best one. I was going to say Odyssey is the best 3D Mario. Well, it's not out yet. I mean, I know I know it's going to be number one. But so, like, it, so in a year, this that I look like a genius. In a year, we're going to have to come back and discuss. Actually, it might not top 64. We'll have to see. We'll, Odyssey, we'll have to see. Odyssey will be its own show. It probably will be because actually we won't have a, we won't have a show the week that Odyssey comes out. So I'm just going to be playing Odyssey. <laughs> No, no, or no, no, or we'll have a show, but my Switch will be right here. I'll be playing Odyssey. It'll right be on here. your desk with a little kickstand up. The little, yeah, I'll be playing a little kickstand up. I'll be playing Odyssey. I probably will be too, because I'll have one by then. All right, so, anyways, Mario 64, 
great game. Honestly, the best. You can actually. This is a debatable topic that I will accept. This has the best physics engine in the Mario series. Physics engine. I will allow it. Uh, you know it. And sixty four. I was. I was actually listening to a another show, and they were talking about sixty four being again sixty four was a one-game launch title. And a lot of people are pointing at uh, the Switch because it's got one big game. And they were saying this, you know, but Mario 64 was different because it was genre-defying. Yes. It was so different and so good and so new, it could do it. Well, as we will get to Breath of the Wild a little bit, but it's not going to be genre-defying. Well, yeah, it won't be. It won't be, it won't be genre-defying. It'll be... It's, 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 it's a revolution for the series, but not for a genre. There's, they're going to be drawing a lot of inspiration from it. looks like... Things like I think Witcher, things like Skyrim, Skyrim, Skyrim actually, mainly Skyrim. I will I will get to that because I have been watching these Zelda interviews and I know even more about that. So, anyways, Mario sixty four, great physics engine, momentum based engine, best game ever made or best best three D game ever made. There we go. I I have a lot of bias. You didn't say it was the best game ever. What's the best two D game? Is the two D game that's better than the Super Mario sixty four? Then per, okay, so I will I can understand people can agree disagree Mario World. Super Nintendo Mario World. That that that's only that's the only Mario game that tops sixty four to me. And but best game overall is Majora's Mask. But that's another story. <laughs> also three D though. Also three D. Yes. GameCube Luigi's Mansion. I love this game. I love that game. I, have you ever played Luigi's Mansion? Uh no. Next time I come to Austin, I'm bringing you Luigi's Mansion. We're gonna we're gonna have a sit down and you're just gonna play it because it's it's beatable in one day. It's a quick game. It's a really short game. You can beat it in one day. I believe. I believe in you, Michael. You can beat it in one day. It just all. All you have to do is you don't have to eat, and you can do it because you know if you eat, that'll take half your day. So you just. <laughs> well, the, are we going to get a Switch Virtual Console of Luigi's Mansion? Well, let's wait till we get to the Switch to talk about the Virtual Console, because that's a whole other thing. I didn't write it down in the show notes. I but I show you. I will hey, write it down so hey, I don't forget it. Hey, look, look, it's there. Actually. I'm just gonna put it down at the bottom in all caps. Virtual console. We're gonna clap for the ending um, editing, and then switch. virtual console is gonna show up. It, it, it we'll, we'll get there. Anyways, Luigi's Mansion was fantastic game. Fantastic game. Only problem with the game, it was too short to be a launch title. That was literally the only issue with the game. Right, because 64, you could pick up and it would last you a while to go get everything. You had 120 stars, and if you didn't use a guide, some of those stars were like impossible to find. And guides were harder to find back then. Yes, you had to use GameFAQ. If you if you had internet access. If you had internet access. Or you have to go buy the Prima guide. I don't know how many people remember that. Oh god, that's old. And, and you know, it was replayable. So I and it was just it was so new and so open, like you could just run around and have fun. Whereas I think Luigi's Mansion is not that I haven't played it, but I don't think it's that game. No, 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 no. Luigi's Mansion was like you're you're guided kind of, but like you have some freedom. You you there's more there's always more to explore, but it was a very different type of game. It was nice that you were saying Mario for a change and you got to play as Luigi, because Luigi wasn't in not in sixty four at all. But it was a really good game. See what else was in there? Super Monkey Ball. I did not know that was a launch title. I I did not know either, but it was on the list, and I wrote it down because you have Super Monkey Ball two. I do not know yeah. the difference between two and one. Okay, so the difference between two and one, they're they're really the same. They're basically the same. Just two had more party games and more levels. That's the only difference. So so they're they're very similar. Those party games were amazing though. So Monkey Monkey Target. Yeah. Um. Right. So yeah, Super Monkey Ball, really great game. Good party game. Good single player game. Good. Very very good sequel. Was a very good series, and then they moved the series to another company. And That's what happens when you know ga- series do not last for sixteen years. That's how it works. Yeah. 
But anyways, the original Super Monkey Ball and Super Monkey Ball 2, Super Monkey Ball so, Sorry, Siri just started because I said Siri's don't. And it's <laughs> Siri, you don't do that. Say I have that feature turned off. Hey, Siri, your feature's deactivated. <laughs> and then Melee happened, and, um, well, Melee's still around today. Speaking of replayable games that you can just play forever. Speaking of how Nintendo can just print money. Yeah. <laughs> Melee. Oh, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I need to add this. There we go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just changed our show notes to say from Super Smash Bros. Melee to Melee HD. Um, that. The act that no, that is the money print. You put it will will print money for Nintendo so they sell that for 10. Oh, you know, because the Nintendo Switch pricing scheme $30, uh, it will print money. They if they don't make it, they do not want money. The shareholders will just they will take the president and just toss him off the building. Oh, Yoshiro, God bless. If you're a shareholder, the the thing you want is Melee HD. That is. You, you don't want this. You, you don't want this roller coaster. You don't want this roller coaster. Trust me. You don't want this. All right. Let's just, let's just, let's just we're, we're trucking through. We, we. So, oh my God, I'm going to get heated again because Twilight Princess. Um, So, it, the Wii launched with Wii Sports, which in America, that was a bundle the game. The best game ever. In America, it was a bundle game. In Japan, it was not a bundle game, but it still sold ridiculously well. Because um, it's so good. That's what the grandparents wanted to play. Um, also, did you know that WarioWare Smooth Moves was a launch title? Really? Did I miss that? Because that game is underrated and amazing. But Or it may have been only a launch title in Japan, but it came out here shortly after, whatever. Trauma Center, that was a good, that was also a launch title, but... Oh, that's also Super Monkey Ball. It's what the, it's what the general public is looking at, and I don't... They'll see WarioWare and not think too much of it. Um, they want to see Zelda's face or Mario's face. And technically, that would be Link's face, not Zelda's, Zelda's, Zelda's face. face. I, Triggered. <laughs> I will correct you before, I'll correct myself before the army of angry uh, Zelda fans are after me. So, fun, fun story about, um, this is a quick story about WarioWare. Because this is what WarioWare, what WarioWare really was. It was technically a, it was always launched around launch, the launch window, because it was meant to be a tech demo for the systems to show off what they could do. I was, yeah, I was about to say, because it, it's what it always felt like. It felt like, hey, you can drop the control. The control has a joint, you know, this was for the Wii, has an accelerometer in it. Because there were mini games that would literally drop controller with wrist strap on it. Drop controller, place controller on there, then flip it over like a phone, all that stuff. Even with the DS, the touch mode, and with the uh, Game Boy Advance ones, when they add tilt function to it, so you can use the tilt, and that's all the hardware was. And then the Wii was all just like, woohoo, look at all this free motion I can do. I didn't even know the Wii U had a wire wheel. Wii U had. Gamer Wario. That's right. I remember this now. And I was like, I should probably pick this up. And then I saw it and I looked at it I'm like, this is not the game I love. This is not WarioWare. I'm not buying this. Even as a, it looked bad, even as a tech demo. And the Wii U. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let's stick with Wii. Let's go. Let's hang on. Let's roll this back. Wii Sports was a. Wii Sports uh, was a good game. Um, and Twilight Princess was a trap on the Wii. So the only things that you got on the Wii was. Motion control, which was, and um, do I have to, am I gonna have to bleep this? You know what? I, you can choose if you want this podcast to be rated some cursing or not. That's up to you. I will bleep it. I'll. I will just bleep this. I will get okay. good at bleeping. Okay, but I get so fired up about Twilight Princess on the week because because that game Twilight Princess Wii 
Wii probably puts us, it, it, you get like slightly upgraded graphics from the GameCube version, but it's mirrored because Link's right-handed, so they make the world like... Okay, on popular opinion, the GameCube had better graphics than the Wii. In some places, yes. Super I will admit that. I know, I know exactly what you're thinking about. You're thinking about Mario Kart Double Dash, aren't you? I'm thinking about Sunshine and Double Dash and all. Those were good-looking games. The Galaxy was better-looking, but Galaxy was a real case with... They actually pulled off Wii graphics. I look at Twilight Princess, and the Wii graphics were not that good. To be fair, it was Twilight dark. Princess was programmed for the GameCube. It had and to. And then it was ported over to the Wii and up-resed. In, in quotes, in quotes, up Before we get to be uh, Breath of the Wild, was it coded for the Wii U or the Switch, and which one was it ported to? Well, we will get to that. We will get to that. I have feelings about that. There will be more things to bleep when we get there. Um, but yes, Twilight Princess. I, I hated the Wii controls because the I, I want to just press a button to swing a sword, not have like it's not even like it's not even. Thank God it wasn't Skyward Swords one to one controls. Well, I was about to say they uh, see the problem was they didn't have the uh, Wii Motion Plus yet, so the motion controls weren't good like they were in Skyward Sword. Their motion control was just there's a swing and there it goes. It, the only thing it could differentiate, the only thing it could differentiate between was a horizontal slash and a vertical slash, and that was And it. sometimes it couldn't even do that. Also, your you she would shoot your arrows or your hook shot. Or I'm sorry, that game had to be special. The claw shot with aiming, and that was god awful because you actually had to point at the screen. Or maybe I'm just a lazy, and I just don't want to do that. But anyways. That was the Wii's launch. Then the Wii U launched, and they decided to just drop New Super Mario Bros. U. Because this is obviously a good launch title. Oh, my God. I got that game, and I beat it in one day. Don't get me wrong. I love New Super Mario Bros. I, I, I love it, because it, it, it's it's old Mario. But, like, that's not a launch title. And we were promised Pikmin 3 at launch, but that didn't happen. Then we get it later, and it's something else. And it, the Wii U launch was bad. Then there was Zombie U, but... Which apparently was a good game for some people, but it, it was a 50-50 game. You either liked it or hated it. And before we get to the Switch, I did want to bring up in the Wii U launch. <laughs> no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, calm down, calm the, the Wii U had Super Mario, new Super Mario Bros. U, and then, if you remember correctly, it was launched in 2012. 2013 was the year of Luigi. So they decided that you did not need games for two years. <laughs> I am just, I, I bring this up because people are, some people are complaining about the Switch launch title, launch lineup, but they have oh, promised. they have good reason to, though. Yes, but they have promised a lot of good games within this first year, whereas on the Wii U, you had nothing for a year or two. So, you know, I won't, it's, it's like, I won't buy it at launch, but I plan to buy it within the year, which is soon enough. It's within their, you know, yearly, you know, if you're launching it now so that you get 2017 fiscal results for the Switch. You know, I will be in that. I will be in that group. I forgot. We you launched. We you launched with a bunch of old ports. I forgot about this. Old ports. Wind Waker HD was the best thing that it had going for a while, which is sad. That was not a launch game. But it was in the. It was as newer game than oh, an older game. It was one of. Is that realm? I also forgot the only other good launch title that I completely forgot about was uh, Nintendo Land. And that's right. Yeah, it was the Wii Sports of that generation. Does that make one to switch the Nintendo Land and Wii Sport? Yes, it is. It is. I, it's, a, it's a tech. It's a tech demo. Okay, but I loved two games on Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land was actually really good. It was. There were two exceptional games, though. Okay, let me guess. Mario Chase and the Animal Crossing one. Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. So the ghost one's good too. While I agree, those two are really good. The other, the other ones that I really like, Takamaru's Ninja Castle was really good. Oh yeah, that was good. The Yoshi one, I liked the Yoshi one. Oh yeah, the Yoshi one was pretty good. The Captain Falcon one was pretty, actually pretty good. I like the Mr. Game and Watch one, but that that's just makes I like rhythm games, so that might be a little bit biased. The Metroid one was actually pretty decent. We should make Metroid a topic one week because that's a neglected series. Yeah. So now that I think about One Two Switch, yes, I think it is that Nintendo Land game, which. If they don't place it at sixty dollars, will be okay. Yeah, that, that's gonna be a game I'm gonna get later on because that, that's not gonna stay sixty. So, Wait, Nintendo Nintendo Land was bundled with the Wii U, wasn't it? If you got the remember they they, they launched it at two things when they launched it, it was two uh two bundles it was or two versions. There was a basic bundle. You got a white Wii U. You got like half the memory, and that was it. And just basic Wii U stuff. Then there was the deluxe one that had the black Wii U. Black controller. It came with Nintendo Land and like some other stuff. Should we talk about so that so we so we actually you have feelings about the Switch launch lineup? Okay, so the Switch launch. Okay, so we're just jumping in. <laughs> so okay, with the Switch launch, the games that you should the games that you or well, I personally care about is Zelda and Barman. But I have great feelings about both of those. Let me start with the easier of the two, Barman, because. Most people don't know a lot of Barman. This game, honestly, this game is not going to make a lot of attraction. I'm just loading about this as we speak. Oh, yeah. Super Barman R. Uh, it's like a it's like a classic arcade game, but that kind of died in Konami. and just kind of let it just fickle out. So they're bringing it back for this, but the game looks like a budget game. It's going to be really short, but they're selling it for full price. Um, it's going to be one of those things that I wait until price drops, and then I'll pick it up because I, I just like Barman. It's a classic arcade game. Once I have it, I'm going to force you to play it next time I'm around you, so just be prepared for that. See, the Wii U used to drag it around and force people to play. The Switch thing is you can actually drop it in front of their face. Yes. <laughs> Here's your controller. Let's play Bomberman. I can't, yeah. So that's all they to say about that. It's old. They're bringing back a dead series, which is nice. Breath of the Wild. <clears throat> so Breath of the Wild was supposed to be for Wii U, but because the Wii U has tanked, so poorly they decided to port it over to the switch i was about to say the moment i remember there's been development for the wii u that means it's a switch port yeah it is a, it is a switch port it is a port to the switch i don't care what they say this is not a the sam was not made with the switch in mind it was made for the wii u keep in mind all the footage you were shown before the reveal on jimmy fallon was all wii u data or was all wii u images and video on Fallon, that's when they that's the, that was the first official time they showed Breath of the Wild on Switch, and ever since then they've only been showing that because they're not they're not showing the Wii U version. You mean the Switch version, or they're not showing? They're not showing the Wii U version anymore. Right, they're only okay. showing the Switch data because it's it's better. Is it? Yes, yeah, so it's actually better. I want there there's a video that someone did. They had like the exact differences because they were like with press and had a conference with Nintendo. And they had like the exact differences. It's like um, if I remember correctly. The one on Switch runs at 1080p on the on the dock. On Wii U, it runs at 900. I was reading. See, now I was reading that it was 900 on the Switch. It was 900 on the Switch on the Go. Okay. If I remember, if I remember correctly, on the Go it's 900. Although I will, I will also say right now though I have a. We will we'll get here. Visual specs. I don't care if it's 900 or 1080p. I care about my frames per second though. I. I do. Yeah, it's 30 on the Wii U, I believe, and it's, but it's like, I think it's 30 on both, actually. It's 30 on both, which... That's fine. I, like, I've been a Nintendo fan for so long, I'll be fine. <laughs> I, but I've, I watch enough 60 frames per second content, and I play 60. 
it's better. Okay, so this is here's a really weird, funny thing. If I when I'm like watching someone fight something in sixty frames per second, it just feels weird to me because I'm so used to thirty. Yeah, the rest of us really like that smoothness. But I know it's so smooth; it like bothers me. I'm like, oh wow, that's, that's, that's. I was like, oh, that's too smooth. Oh, that's weird. A, 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 a true Nintendo like devout when sixty frames frames is just weird to you. So, you, so you play your PC games at thirty frames a second? So actually, um, oh no, yeah, <laughs> oh no, yes, like. Oh, um, no. Actually, yeah, I play them in 30 frames per second or less, actually. Less. Sorry, or less. Why? Sometimes 20. I play it one frame per second. No, I, I'm not that bad. I play in pictures. Anyway, I usually do play it like... No, I think I play it like 40, 30, 40. But I, I don't play it 60. I, I personally I have it like capped at 40 because I don't want to play it 60. Build a gaming PC. Play it at 200. No. Any any other thoughts on Breath of... We will have... By the way... like we'll get, I'll get to all the lore and all that stuff in another thing because that's way too much right now. Uh, that will be episode whatever five or six whatever this the game does come out march 3rd march 3rd there will be an the main topic that week will just if one show if a show happens that week that will be look rule number one of podcasting is this show has to come out weekly whether or not you like it so i will play i will be playing breath of the world on my wii u tablet right here So I will be here, but I will be playing. I'm expecting you just to buy like 50 foot cables and the headset goes off into the living room. The microphones go off into the living room. Everything's just in there and you're just, you set hit record and you walk over there. No, no, no. I'll just the off, the off TV mode while we're recording. As you explore the openness. Uh, well, so he, I, I, I think the, uh, the problem will be you've waited so long for this game that unless it is Majora's Mask, I mean, it's not that no. Like ever since I started hearing about hearing, hearing about the game, hearing hearing about the game that was going to be open, um, I don't like open games. Like I don't like Skyrim because it's open. I don't like Witcher because it's open. I just so but this is a different open than say Super Mario sixty four open. Oh yeah, no, no, this is very different. This is okay. Super Mario sixty four is like sandbox. Like you're you're like I guess I should call it sandbox and not open. Mario 64 is an open world and you can openly explore, but like you're confined to an area, like and you know where you're going. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's like you have a mission structure. See, I think yeah, what it, see what's getting what I'm thinking about here is I there was no open Zelda game, so I'm having I'm trying to think about like an open Zelda game, and I'm like, well, my brain just runs through a Zelda game and it can't bring up one. So wait, so wait, you played? Um, I know you play Majora's Mask, but I know you yeah. finish it, right? Okay, th- this is this is what I like about Zelda. Hey. Swamp, mountain, ocean, cane. Hurry to four whoever that bring them here. You go swamp, then you go to the mountain, then you go here, then you go here. That's what I like about Zelda. It tells you where to go. Or at least you know where to go in the map. So um, here you could technically kind of go anywhere you want. Because I guess, yes. yeah, Skyrim, you can just be like, I don't want to do whatever you tell me. And then you run around for 500 hours. It's like, imagine you're playing World of Warcraft. You're dropping the middle area. Do whatever you want. So what I you, say, You say you drop in max level. Go find, go find equipment and stuff. Go do whatever you want. Everything drops everywhere. Just go. Nice. This is that's what Breath of the Wild is going to be like. It's supposed to be open and stuff like that. If they pull it off, it- don't get me wrong. It could be a really great game. It could be really fantastic. I'm just concerned it's going to be too open. But I, knowing how they are, if they do what I hope they're doing, it will be guided open. Where like, hey, you need to go here, or hey, you need to go here, but you can do whatever you want. I don't think they jump in from no openness to. Well, you do know you you do know you, you can go from 
the Shrine of Resurrection, which is where you like start the game, you can go from there directly to fight Ganon and beat the game. Like you can ignore the whole game. Oh, can, so the, so they are kind of going super open. Yeah, that's that's my big concern. Like, okay, well, I, I know we're not gonna get deep into this, but like, this is what I mean by that. No, not now, not now. So, like, the only thing that we start off on the, the area called the Great Plateau. So the only thing that you quote need to leave the Great Plateau is the paraglider, which just lets you like glide around and stuff, so you don't like die from from uh, falling falling damage, falling death, the the worst kind. But you can, uh, but they they have actually said from the very beginning, yeah, you can go from the beginning to the end and ignore everything else. So we don't know if that means okay, you can beginning tutorial area, get the paraglider, go fight Ganon, you're done, or if it's like wake up, just get off the plateau, go fight Ganon, you're done. We don't know. But we know it. But we know you can skip, you can skip the master sword. You can skip everything else. You can go directly to Ganon and fight him. Do you love yourself some side quests? There are 120 shrines. There are four dungeons. There are 60. There are 76 side quests. No, there's 96 side quests in the game. Do you like yourself some side quests? As long as they're not stupid. Put chicken mask, eagle mask on. Okay, Majora's mask was not stupid. You hush right now. Because that was a side quest. <laughs> but, uh, you, put, you put on the mask. You play a flute. You march around with baby penguins. And you, you get another mask. Okay, sometimes looking back on your favorite games, you realize some stuff was really dumb. But you're just like, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to hold that against things. That was, that was fun. Nothing is perfect. <laughs> put, put on Mask of Truth. Talk to dogs. Figure out which one is the most determined. <laughs> Bet on dog race. Win heart piece. All right, we'll come back to Zelda. We'll come back to Breath of the Wild. That'll happen. Those will be topics for other shows. What are you doing? Chat, just talk, talk, talk to the audience. But this, this was very much about the Switch. And um, I think, you know, we, we touched on the visual specs. The, the system will not be powered. And the, we'll talk about price point. $400 Pro, or, you know, PlayStation Pro, 4K. This guy, it's been Nintendo's problem for a little while compared to the competitor's Visual quality, you, you know, you are at 30 frames a second still. Oh, battery battery life, though. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Here's my thing. I'm not mad about it at all. Do you know how long battery lives? Do you know how long battery's supposed to last? Yes, I do. I know exactly how long the battery's supposed to last. Two and a half hours. I'm fine with that. I don't have a problem with it either. I'm going to be using it as a home console more than mobile anyway. No, no, here's why I don't. Here's why it doesn't matter to me. I know the 3DS and the last forever the ds was run off of nuclear power because that thing didn't die <laughs> yeah. you, I, that thing you could pull off a shelf a year later and just be like yeah the battery's gone down 25 percent." i don't know how th- that's some <laughs> mythical battery technology there um that thing lasted forever oh i hear majora's message but you know a gaming laptop does not last 10 hours if I'm running a game on a gaming laptop, that thing's not going to last that while, oh, that long. My normal laptop right now, if I can get three hours running Skype and an email client, I am happy. Not happy, but it can do it. The Switch, if they had done what they did with the 3DS and the DS and used some proprietary port, I'd be angry about this. I am so glad they're using USB-C. Not, that's what I'm saying. They're using USB-C. You know, they're using USB-C. We all now, it was something I started doing a little... You know, before the fad kick in, we all battery pack to our phones because our phones die. Our phone, our phone can't even last three hours sometimes. Yeah. So all of us have little battery packs that we put in our pocket, uh, big external batteries, and they all have US, you know, USB port. And the thing's going to come with a USB C cable. We can, I mean, 
the beauty of this is I can just bring this on a plane, bring it anywhere. And if I have a big enough battery bank, which if I'm carrying on the Switch in the first place, I've got room in a I've got it in a bag or something for a giant battery pack. I'm just waiting for a Nintendo sanctioned battery. I I mean, I, you don't need it. The thing is, you have a you already own a battery pack. And they'll give you this I cable. I need one with a Nintendo logo on it. All right. You, uh, get, an, <laughs> get a sticker. <laughs> no. I don't think the you know, everyone's complaining. The battery life is, they said, two and a half hours to six and a half hours, but two and a half hours when you're running Zelda. But I don't think it's a problem. Like, they I gave us a good, a good solution for charging it and keeping it charged, which is where the laptops always fall short. I can't charge my laptop with a battery pack, but I can charge this. And I think... You know, the ba- just like a 20,000 milliamp battery, you know, one that will charge my phone six, seven times. It'll charge the Switch, what, once or twice? So I can extend that two and a half hours to seven hours, and that's all I want. Yeah, like, it, when I first heard the battery, I was like, oh, that's pretty low. But then I was like, I'm not going to be, I can't think of many places where I'm going to be, like, away from power for that long. Besides, like, a flight, I don't want to fly out just use, like, a battery pack or something, so. Right. I, I don't need all day battery life on my Switch. If I need all day battery life, if I play and play my all my Switch all day and I don't have power, there's something wrong. Something else, something else is wrong. Yeah, I this I should be at home. You know, tra- again, transatlantic flight. That is it. Uh, and even there, I'm going to sleep. So yeah, the battery life people are angry about. I'm personally not. The other topic that people are angry about. And I very well might be too. And I don't know your thoughts on this one. You're looking at the show notes to see what I'm going to. Actually, I'm actually I'm playing Smash right now, but I'll stop. Uh, you know, I, I need, <laughs> I need you for this part of the conversation. Oh, um, uh, it's the online service. The online service. Okay, okay. I have one feeling about this. One particular feeling. If Nintendo does it right, I won't have a problem. If Nintendo does their track record, we're gonna have an issue unless this thing is like cheap. That's my only problem. Yeah, so what people, I mean, because they've offered free multiplayer, and I, the Splatoon servers were decent enough for free. Yeah, they, they were they were actually pretty stable in comparison to... Well, compared to other platforms that you pay for. The Wii U actually online did, as far as connectivity, the Wii U online was actually pretty okay. Yeah, it was pretty okay. So here's the problem. You start charging people, I, it has to be better than pretty okay. I, it better be some premium sh- like it, I'm sorry, it needs to be really. They, if they're gonna start charging, it needs to be good. So, oh, and and so also, what I was looking at is I was looking at what else does it provide you? Because you obviously add multiplayer. It's like, well, we had this for free. Why are you charging this, us for this now? So it adds voice chat. Oh, did you did you find out how they're doing voice chat? Because they're doing it in the most Nintendo way possible. Okay, explain, please, because I did not read the I did not read the little some thing, some voice chat rules may apply. The voice chat, I, I, I thought Nintendo was finally getting with like you know the current times, but you mean the current times of two thousand, just two thousand. You you know what I mean, but so the voice chat isn't through the switch. Oh no! So you know how I told you they're making an app for the phone. Oh no! So the voice chat is through your phone. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> really? I'm the voice chat is through your phone, not through the switch itself. It it like connects to your switch, switch through this app, and through that app you set all your multiplayer. But and the voice chat goes through your phone, not the system. Okay, I've got way more thoughts on the. <laughs> and you're um, also you're paying for that. Ooh, mm, not- <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I was, I was like, <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> the most Nintendo way you can do it. See, because I stupidly was thinking, well, you can connect a headset to a PS4, an Xbox, PC, and that just ties you in the game. I guess, no. <laughs> no. You're going to be using your little Apple earbuds through your iPhone. So, now, I am glad it's, like, it will be built in the games because there were games like Splatoon that I could see myself playing a lot more if I could just, just for the hilarity of there being voice chat in Splatoon on your Splatoon teams. I think that... Uh, I remember the good old Skype days where we played matches and you want to aim a team and you just roll all over my team. I remember that. Splatoon 2 Twitch streaming is coming back. Don't worry. All right. We should set up appointments through the, through the, through the mobile app. Okay. I'm, ex- I'm the most excited about that. Hey, are we just paying for a mobile app? Is that what we're paying for? The online stuff is included with the mobile app. Okay. Well, yeah. But it has voice chat and it has a monthly game of a... Of again, some terms and conditions may apply. It's a monthly NES or Super Nintendo game with quote unquote added um, online features. We don't know if this is multiplayer or just like some online leaderboard. We don't know, but they're like. I mean, if you if you get Doctor Mario online. Oh boy! Dude. If it <laughs> ew, oh if it's the original Doctor Mario, I will be playing that just that for that month. I won't. I don't care what else is coming. If that came out the month I got the Switch, I would not be playing anything else in that month. God, I love Dr. Mario. Online online multiplayer of that. Crush people online. Quick, quick side note. Um, you know about Tetris. You know how to play Tetris. I do. You probably know about Puyo Puyo, but you just don't know what that's called, Puyo Puyo. It's like a match four colors of these little jelly bean things. Okay. Oh, yeah. I Puyo Pop. I, got, I have to show you a trailer, but I'll, I'll just send it to you now, but you can look at it later. There, there's a game that's gonna be on the Switch. I don't know. It, I know it's not a launch game, but um, it's Tetris and that game together. And it's like you swap and stuff. I'll, I'll send you the trailer for it. Okay, I will. I'll look at it and post it in the show notes probably if I remember. You know, it's it's not. I think it would be a cool service if you know you could download like they'll game downloads, right? Like it just yeah. Well, we don't know if they're downloads and you download and keep them or you download them for that month and then they switch. We don't. We don't know which one it is. I read it as you get to kind of pick, you get a credit to buy one of the games and you can download it for your system. I don't like, we don't like that. Maybe they've released that, but I haven't seen anything where we don't know if it's permanent or if it's just a swap a month thing. I'm not big into the virtual, we'll get to the virtual console here in a second because it's on the list, but I'm not big into those older games because they were on the Wii, they were on the Wii U. And you have to rebuy them and rebuy them and rebuy them. No, I'm not too excited for that. Now, the issue with all this said is that is the online service as it has been announced. That is it. I I went and checked because I was like, am I missing something? Nope. That's all they've announced for now. So I, you know, I look at this and then I went because I, I wanted to look at the what PlayStation Network and what Xbox Live, what those services offer. And they offer, you know, heroes multiplayer, heroes voice chat, heroes game exclusivity, heroes exclusive deals, heroes... You know, all these apps, Hulu's and Netflix's and all all this stuff. And there was a lot of other stuff included, too. The Netflix and Hulu is coming to the Switch. It's just not going to be there at lunch. Okay. But these services offer a lot of, you know, of a lot of features. Right. So the play in question, which they have not announced yet, but judging by their Nintendo Switch price points, how much can they charge for this? 
I think they're going to charge less than what the competitors charge because they know that their service is bad or has been bad, so they can't just, you know, straight up be like, hey, this is going to be the same as other people's. And and because they're using this app thing, I don't think that they can really charge us, like, chunk like the other ones can because the other ones have, other ones have like, a good online service and have, have had a good online service. I don't think they can just jump in there and be like, hey, buy it. Because here's what I'm scared of. I am scared... The Switch becomes popular. They release Splatoon 2 in May. Splatoon 2 becomes very popular, not only because people like me who love the original start playing it, but because people are like, hey, we want, we'll spend money on this new console. You know, we don't want to invest in the Wii U after it's been out for a couple of years to get this one game. But since, you know, it's a Mario game coming out, Zelda's already out, we'll get the Switch. Splatoon 2 is useless without multiplayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I even finished the single. I didn't even finish the single player Splatoon one. But here's the thing: you have Splatoon two now. Everyone has it. Everyone is playing multiplayer on it. The multiplayer service is free in May. Yes, it's free until Earth. You're you're sitting there with let X you know X amount of people, and you're like, all of them to continue playing this game are now going to have to pay us X amount of money. You have to be very careful with that number. Yeah, I feel like they'll announce that number before Splatoon. I feel like that'll be something like they get out pretty early on before, because you know the, the whole free trial period. Uh, I think they'll get that number out to us in a decent time because they know how much how important it's going to be to some people. Yeah, it, well, because it was so fun. I think, and it's always been good. I mean, not that the Nintendo is the children's console. I, I won't call it that, but it was. A parent can buy Splatoon and. The kids can go play online and it's safe and you can just go run around, have fun, and it's free. They aren't paying, you know, 60 bucks for Xbox Live and they aren't getting trolled at on Xbox Live at the same time. Only other two topics I have, I guess, you wrote in big cap letters, Virtual Console on Switch. Oh, okay, so Virtual Console for the Switch. Okay, so, so, okay, the only thing that, so far, what we know is that Virtual Console will be either bare bones or non-existent at launch. However, eShop will have a few indie games. No new ones, just old ports. That's it. That's your, that's your launch, that's your launch Virtual Console and eShop. That's it. Um, but good news is this will be the... this Okay, this should be the last Nintendo system where you have to... where it's linked to your console instead of your Nintendo account. So you might actually like get your games on your Nintendo account instead of being linked to your console. Finally, it hadn't been this way. No, no. If you bought it on the Wii or bought something on the 3DS, it's separate. It's it's tied to that system, not to your account. What? Yeah. That's why, to, that's why you have to rebuy everything every time. I keep I keep getting more and more feelings about this stuff. Nintendo like is not the it's not the best in a lot of ways, but I have blind devotion, so I'm just stuck with. I it. know you do. I'm talking about everyone else. <laughs> I'm just saying you if you could launch. Zelda plus I don't know Melee HD. That's a no one. The moment that no one complains about launch and everyone wants it. Also, can can we talk about their uh, what they're launching? What their big game for April is? Yes. Can we talk about that real quick? Go ahead. You your your co-host. I'm not. If this is host and you are whatever secondary person, then yes, I'm like no. I will just I will say what we're talking about. But no, this is co-host. You can bring whatever you want to the table. So okay, here. here Here's my problem with the Switch launch, especially the launch window. A lot of it 
is a big middle finger to Wii U owners. It really is. You said own. You said owners. Owners of the Wii U. I not Ono. You you put it's an S. There's more than one. Owners of the Wii U. Deep breaths. Actually, you know, as of late, being a Wii U owner has felt really bad because not not just because the system is you know a full on failure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anybody's true because a lot of games that were meant for that were built for the Wii U have been ported off of the Wii U to other systems like uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Now it's on the 3DS. Mario Maker on the 3DS, but it's very crappy on the 3DS. And now we have Breath of the Wild going to Switch, which was meant to be the Wii U seller, but <laughs> and now Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which don't get me wrong, it looks great. I bought all the DLC for the original Mario Kart, and I have no problems with it. The only thing I wanted on Mario Kart 8 was a good battle mode. Did we get that? No. So on the Switch, they just give us a battle mode and a few new characters and all that DLC. And I'm just kind of kind of salty about that. I'm, I'm in two minds on this. One, I like that they're bringing the game back because I love that game and would love didn't get to play it as much as I wanted to. So I love it. It's like, you know, a lot of games for the Wii U, I didn't get to play a lot because I play. I, I want to play on the go. I want to play on the plane. I bring... I bring my 3DS places and play Mario Kart 7 more than I played 8 just because it's portable. So I like the fact that I can take, hey, 8's now a portable game. I can bring it on my Switch and play it. But yes, as the Wii U owner, I'm like, man, you, you, we just talked about they're not good at, you know, consoles. Like, I bought Mario Kart 8. Can I play this on my new system? Yeah, I'm just, I, just, I just feel kind of shafted about that. You know, they aren't even saying, like, well, if you have the original 8, can I... I want to upgrade to Deluxe. Right. Back. Can I upgrade? Can you say, hey, you have eight and all the DLC. This will cost you, you know, on the store, 20 bucks. We can see that you bought like the DLC for this game. So obviously you have eight. You, but no, they're not doing that. So I am of two minds because I'm glad they are not saying you can't play Mario Kart 8 on the Switch at all. There's no Mario Kart game for the Switch. You have to wait for Mario Kart 9 in five years. I'm glad they're bringing it. But yes, the, as a Wii U owner, it's very much like, this system, the good games I got were were being were being ported off and are available on different things. Even they even did the same thing with Hyrule Warriors, which is, that game was really really good, and they put it on 3ds. And even though it's not as great on 3ds because smaller resolution, you can't load as much. Still, that still feels like a I got a Wii U for this. Like why why would you put an inferior version out? Oh, that's right, the dead console. Might as well put it on a living console. I got it for Splatoon. That was my Splatoon is the uh, will go down as the highlight of the Wii U. I feel. Think no. Think about this. And this is something I think is really cool. Splatoon has one game. Uh, currently has one game. It has skyrocketed in popularity to the level of Mario and Zelda. Yeah. No. It is the first franchise they've created in a while. And they did it on the Wii U. Nothing from the Wii, though I cannot name you anything from the Wii, anything from the GameCube. I can't name you a new Nintendo franchise. Uh, GameCube had Animal Crossing. Oh, well. Actually, N64 had Animal Crossing. Japan, I know. I, I know Japan. For America, it was GameCube. And that has stuck around. And that's been a good franchise. And the Switch Animal Crossing, when it comes out, I hope, will be really good. Oh, it's going to be. Oh, I can play Animal Crossing everywhere again. That's the point. Like Animal Crossing. And I can just sit here and oh, I'm okay, I'm excited for that now. Animal Crossing, I will is is only good as a portable game. I did not like the Wii version. I did not like the GameCube version. I like the GameCube version. Hey again, I can't sit behind a TV and That was the only that's the only one I liked. The Wii version was just bad though. No, three <laughs> three DS one was great. 
3DS. Ooh. Did you update update three update new? I I updated. It. I'm not selling my town to Nook. I should. <laughs> have so much money so like, right now i'm just looking through the uh smash roster and i can i'm like yeah i can't pick none of these are from none of these started on wii because you know actually actually we had a uh, wii fit which it did become its own little thing technically yeah but i mean i'm not it's not splatoon level gamecube had pikmin oh that's true metroid 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 was on nintendo nes Real? Oh, see, this is why you need the Metro show because the underappreciated. I have no clue. Yeah, Metro's been around for a while, but it was. It's never been like it's. It's a franchise that Nintendo tends to ignore or devalue, in my opinion. As an FZO fan, I yeah, it's in the F Zero train. I cry every time. See, I don't know if you would count this as. Would you count a revival as a news? Let, let me explain. I'm talking about Kid Icarus, the one a game that pits from. Oh, right, yes. So that started on the NES, and then it had a game on, like, the Game Boy Color. And then you didn't hear from it again until 3DS. So yeah, it's, like, completely rebooted, completely everything's changed. I, I'll maybe count it. I, I just feel like Splatoon... But Splatoon is the big one for Wii U. There's nothing else came out on Wii U. It's so big, like, you know, like you said, it's it's not Mario Zelda level, but it's, it's nearby. You know, it's see the two, and that's a rarity, like... Everything else is like it's a Smash character. It's one that I know, but not the general public knows. Everyone knows like a lot of people know Splatoon. Now. A lot of people know Splatoon, which is really weird now I think about it. For a really for a really bad selling console, people know a lot about Splatoon. A bad selling console. It's fairly new still. It's what 2014, so May 28th, 2015. Yeah, it's only it's not even two years old. So I mean that's actually you know pretty impressive because you know it's hard to turn around new franchises like that now. Yeah, they're trying to do the same thing with ARMS, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I, you know, you you can't try to do something like Splatoon. It's just, the game just has to work. It just has to be good. No, see, the the problem with ARMS, I can tell you exactly why people are going to like it, and I didn't like it until I found this out. The way how they advertise it is that you have to use motion controls. And I mean, that, that ter- motion controls either turns people on or off of something. Off. For most people, it's off. And for me, it was like, oh, I have to play with motion controls. Ugh. That time, you don't have to play with motion controls. That's just an option. They didn't do a good job of telling the public you don't have to play with motion controls. Yeah. Well, trust me, if if in your direct, which is what the public watches, oh, not even most of it, like me and a couple, you know, a lot of people did, but I didn't get it from the from watching the, the direct. So how how is general public who know what you know knows less than that supposed to pick up on that? So I guess um last topic here. This is not a topic, but it's something I I think about, which is, they they advertise this as you play this on the go. You you know, you can play this everywhere. Will people play this in public? Yes, I think people will. Because, mainly, two reasons. One, it doesn't look like a piece of crap. And what I mean by that is, no, no, well, actually, no, I mean, I know this is a bad example. I mean, this is just an example, just equipment-wise. The Wii U tablet. That thing looks like a Fisher-Price toy. Like... I wouldn't if, if that was multi, if you could play that in public. I wouldn't want to play that in public because it looked like I'm playing with like a baby toy. Okay, that's fair. The other reason is like because it was designed to be a console you can take on the go. I think people will really grab the, onto that on the go part. Okay, yeah, and that's fair. I, I, I always just imagine my my biggest gripe is I will not bring something if I can't put it in my pocket because at that point I'm carrying. That's a it. very good fact. 
I my 3ds shows up from time to time because it fits in my coat pocket. It can fit in my jeans pocket if I try. The switch is not like I would have to bring a dedicated bag for it. Yes. Wait, will you get a dedicated bag for it? No, I mean it would go. It would get thrown in my laptop bag. Okay. You know the same way if I want my laptop somewhere, I have to bring the bag with it. I'm probably gonna get like a special switch bag because. I have to order it from Nintendo. They have me by the ball. <laughs> I just, I imagine, like, it is easier for me to play a 3DS because it, it's very self-contained. It's smaller. It's, you know, the Switch is a big old, I guess it's only a 6.2 inch screen, so it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just, I think, it, I think it looks bigger in the pictures. Like, yeah, they want to make it look big. So they want to make it at least the Joy-Cons look like normal people hands can hold it. So I can see it. I, I want to know how many I end up seeing because I've seen a lot of 3DSs. Some I saw someone like ask, "Will it be Street Pass on this?" Which those nope. should be. There, there's no no Street Pass. They already announced it. I know there should be. No, no. It, there no. should be. No. Do, no. Is that no for them saying it or no that you don't think there should be Street Pass? No, it shouldn't be Street Pass on it. And the reason why is because they're not. There's well, I guess two reasons. They're they're, they're even though it's an on the go thing, they're they're still. They still building it with the console experience in mind, and, and uh, not Beverse. But Street Pass was not really built for a console, which is one of their things. And then the other thing is like they they didn't want to excerpt because they're still yeah they're still keeping the 3ds alive. They're still pumping games on the 3ds. It's a good system still. Right. Big thing is the 3ds install base is huge, and with the mobile market being taking over the handheld market, they're going to try to keep that 3DS uh, base as long as they can, and they want to keep Street Pass on that to be a feature that... Because it's not as popular in the US, but in Japan, Street Pass is, like, the thing. Yeah. Oh, it is. Like, I enjoy it so much. So they didn't, want, they didn't want to put it on, like, another thing. They didn't, they're trying to make the Switch and the 3DS not compete, even though they do compete. They're trying to make it not compete. I, I think at this point, I don't... How many new how many new 3DS are they selling? And I think they are still selling a fair number. They are. I mean, you can keep them separate by... There's one step. It's don't put Pokemon on the Switch. Oh, oh, oh. So you, you know about that rumor, right? About the rumors? There's about always a rumor that Pokemon's showing up. Well, yeah, but there's been rumors about Pokemon... Uh, they're calling it... The, the rumor name is Pokemon Stars, which is going to be a port of Sun and Moon on the Switch, which I am like... Which at first I was skeptical, like, oh, that's probably not going to happen. You know, that's just, you know, that, that's just, that's just a rumor mill turning. But there's extra, like, stuff in the data files for Sun and Moon that would make you think, like, oh, maybe it could be a thing. Rule one, if it's in the data files, it data files don't lie that often, weirdly enough. See, here's the, here's the thing. If it was just, like, oh, just a few scattered files for a few Pokemon, I wouldn't be concerned. But no, there's stuff in there for all, I think it's 729 Pokemon. Yeah. For stuff that cannot oh that cannot run well on the 3ds that could run well on the switch so there's there's evidence for it so i'm just like there is no manager out there that is like all right well you know as a side project someone over there goes just code all of this just in case you know they might do if if it's a rumor there's three of them or ten of them and they're doing it just to test it out test the waters but if you did all 700 and, and and this isn't something like really really simple either. It's um, can I give you a quick Pokemon lesson. In Pokemon Gold and Silver in that generation, your Pokemon follows you around in the overworld. Okay, yeah, I remember those pictures. Oh, yeah, have you seen the ones for Sun and Moon, where it's all the Pokemon that there's data for every Pokemon walking 
around in the overworld. Full oh. 3D model. There's a walking animation and a running animation for everything in the world. Okay, so they went all out then. Yeah, that that that's why I'm like that gives that gives like some credibility to that idea because that because that can't run on the Switch or that can't run on the 3DS because the 3DS can barely run uh, double battles in Sun and Moon. It's kind of funny, so that's why I'm just like, oh, maybe on the Switch we'll do it. And also, this third thing, wait, because you played X and Y, so you you know about double battles. Um, and they run. I, I don't know how they run X and Y. So we didn't play X and Y, but on um. In Sun and Moon, whenever you get a double baddie, double double baddie, double battle, your system lags like really bad. Like the FPS tanks. And this is on the new one. And this even on even on my new 3DS, it still tanks. Boy, I don't even want to. I wouldn't even want to try it on my old one. On the old one, it tanks really bad during double battles. On this one, it still tanks pretty bad in double battles. They were too busy coding for the Switch. So that's why I was like, maybe. They make this extra power. They knew it would lag here. They put it on the Switch. They won't have that problem. I, again, it depends. Does Nintendo want to print money? New art style. First Pokemon game on the home console. That, again, if that, if that, I feel like Nintendo's just like, if we run into big issues, we can... And the shareholders are just like, do it. Do it. Do it. Please. Owning supposed shale. Please. But, but, but Pokemon's a weird franchise, though, since it's Nintendo and Pokemon Company. It's, it's weird. It, it's still good for the shareholders. Oh god! It's, oh god! Yes. So, anyways, I think that's all. I, I think that's a good place to stop on the switch. It, we've, you know, there's still a lot that I don't think. But wait, might. there's more. Yeah, they haven't talked about yet. This the system is still a month and a half out. A month and a week. Month and a week. If you've got a countdown time on your phone. <laughs> not yet. I can I give just, you an app. Hey, I'm not even buying this thing on day one. <laughs> It's the Zelda launch date too. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. You are and you are buying that on day one. No. Yes, you are. Okay, yeah. At midnight. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What what day is the third? It depends it's, on what day it, it is. It's a Friday. Yeah, I'm buying that at midnight. You're taking Friday off and playing that for three straight days. Actually, I don't know. I probably won't buy it at midnight. Six AM. I'll, I'll buy it before work, I'll tell you that. Are you going to work that day? Probably. Probably, yeah. He says, until the trailer comes out on March 1st and the reviews are all 10 out of 10. Oh, I, I, I don't give a reviews. I, I play Sonic. I like Sonic 06, man. <laughs> I like Sonic 06. Reviews don't mean anything to me. Remember, Skyward Zone was 10 out of 10 on IGN. That's right. I hate that game. Never forget. But yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there, and I think that will... It, why Greg hates Skyward Sword? The next, the next topic for next time. That's a rant. I I need to learn how to like liberally use the bleep button by then. I will try not to curse during that. Good luck. I can do it. I, I can I can do it. I believe in myself. Well, I mean, as long as you believe. Um, I'll have that. I'll have it right there. But I think that that will wrap up episode one of what we are calling. And quick note. Um. Show notes say we can talk briefly on anything we want to add in. Um, podcast name. We obviously have to say it now because we'll be quoting this now. The banana, um, the banana thief. Uh, the, the, yeah. Well, no, I meant like the sh- the podcast title. The show exactly. title. The, the episode. Thief. The banana thief podcast. <laughs> yes. <It's>, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't. No, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think we'll go just on the unobtrusive podcast. I, I like it. It's okay. quiet. 
It's it, subtle. It's chic. It's modern. It's fresh from the lawn. See, that's, that, that's, that's the new tagline, right? <laughs> Please, that should not be a tagline. That's, that's episode one, then. Okay. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. I, I'll, I'll find I'll find something for it, but I think what we will end up calling that I I like it and this but this is definitely for sure episode one and we will be looking at we have not talked about or decided on when we want to release these it will probably be some Thursday at ten a.m. type thing I we don't know yet the we will talk to management which is us yeah we're management now we're running okay. this we're running this show literally. So it's basically the same as our radio station because we kind of ran that because nobody cared about our show. Yep. Yep. Same thing. Same style. It's just this is more organized weirdly. All right. Can we play? Can we play death metal backwards? Mm. <laughs> Actually, that that was copyrighted technically. Yeah. No. We <laughs> we're gonna need a we're gonna need a management meeting here soon where we talk about. <laughs> quick names, times, and uh, it's a j- little intro jingle, which might be inserted to the start of this little show clips where we insert stuff and maybe, you know, an outro jingle, which maybe is playing now and maybe not, but it cannot be Rainbow Bungie for 10 hours. As that, that's because we put it behind <laughs> 70 that. minutes of banter. <laughs> we would. That's, that's how this went. So. This was episode one, and uh, we'll we'll be back next week. See you guys next week. Stay stay cheeky. Is that going to be a thing? Um, Yes.